Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and uh, just uh, share some cool things with you. Uh, before we get into all of the nuts and bolts on today's virtual cruise through that stuff, we got to do a little update with our buddy Tom, who is uh, outside, I believe, at a fair in Sarasota. He has a condo for sale. That uh, would be a great second home and home for your boat because he has a not only a condo there in Sarasota right on the water, but also a boat slip for your boat. Tom, welcome. How are you, buddy? Hey, thanks for having me. All right. So first off, uh, what fair are you at? Are you at a nautical fair in Sarasota this afternoon, or what are you doing? Um, exactly? no, it's, it's actually they call it a beer and burger throwdown. Well, that sounds like a nautical and, fair, as I, I, I said initially. <laughs> right. Okay. We got we got alcohol and we've got a, a couple of bands playing all day long. Right on. Okay. It's so nice. uh, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, where you had this yeah. condo for sale. Uh, yes. There's a link to uh, a video of this condo, and uh, you know Tom uh, reached out to us and said, "Hey, you know, you guys are a boat show. There might be somebody who would like a new home for their vessel, let alone for their, you know, for themselves on the water down there in the Sarasota area of Florida, which is uh, beautiful boating, beautiful beaches, and uh, this condo you got is pretty remarkable. First off, I have to ask: Is it still available? It is still available. Okay. People were busy uh, with their uh, families over the holidays, but it's picking up now. We've got people coming tomorrow and Monday to look at it. Right. But it is available. Uh, You know, it's got that 10,000-pound lift. Uh, It has its uh, own um, uh, boat slip right there. Not not every unit does. There's only 11 boat slips, 17 units in the building, Mm -hmm. two-car garage. And when I overlook the Gulf of uh, both sides, the Gulf and the Intercoastal. You got to love it. So, so the access yeah. to the water is uh, magnificent. Right there. And, yep. and, 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 you know, this doesn't happen very often in that neck of the woods. This is premium real estate. Uh, not only yeah, the for thing yourself. Is, yeah. As I mentioned to you before, Greg, my wife's got this business going and we're traveling around the country. Uh, that's why we're at the fair today. So we're saying if we don't, because we're not even going to be there in the month of March, uh, if if we don't sell it, we're, we're open to even renting it now, too. Wow, okay. So, you know, maybe a yearly basis, something like that. Somebody wants to even come down and rent it, and then they might say, you know what, this is for me, I'll buy it afterwards. There you go. Uh, you know, you try it before you buy it kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. 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 So yeah. once again, there's a link uh, to the video about Tom's condo right there at worldofboating.com. If you don't see it right at the top, just scroll down a little bit. Uh, but it, it's uh, it's there. And uh, you can look into this and buy it and then invite the World of Boating crew over. Because from, I mean, it just looks like an awesome place. It's sad that you have to sell this thing. But, yeah, you know, uh, life is what it is. And sometimes you got to get up and, and go. And that's just where yeah. you find yourselves right now, right? 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll let you get back to the beer and burgers there <laughs> okay. uh, at the uh, you know at the fair. But uh, appreciate the update, and uh, we wish you the best, my friend. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll keep you posted when uh, your viewers start calling me in. There that you sounds go. Great. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Yeah, our, our radio viewers. Absolutely, they love that. Yeah, because they are kind of a a visual. Uh, you know, everybody has to relate to that, even though it's the World of Boating Radio Show, right, Patrick? Well, you can watch on Facebook, right? And we apologize. Live video in advance for that, by ongoing. the way. Ongoing. Yeah. But, you know, this condo, I mean, uh, you know, it isn't cheap, but it's not uh, crazy expensive, especially for this type of property in that Sarasota area. Have you been over there, by the way? Have you have you been to Sarasota to do any boating? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's really nice right there. They got a lot of food. They got St. Armand's Circle right there. I mean, I'm very familiar with it because uh, my family has a has a timeshare in the area of course they do of course and you know so i i am uh forced to go there uh sometimes <laughs> hey i've been there so many times i it feels it does feel kind of like a second home to me but you know i i will tell you you know if you you know the timeshare thing's not enough it'd be cool if you had your own place just go out there anytime you wanted you hear what i'm saying and that's what you would have plus you'd have a space for your boat and, you know, where his uh, property is located, this condo complex, is just beautiful. I mean, it really is really, really nice. So uh, you're going to buy it. Is that what you're looking at me like this for? No. I'm, oh. I'm, uh, as great as a location as it is, mm-hmm. uh, I am not of the condo lifestyle. What do you mean? It's not like, you know, when you, condo's not a fair way to describe it really i mean that's how you described it well i mean technically it's a condo but it's a big you know home kind of i got you complex it's not like you know a little apartment thing or anything like that no i get it it's a home uh, but i'm not i'm not of that type of you want space you want to live out on the water i want an island greg well okay you could you could do oh you and uh you know there's this island out in the bahamas at jeffrey epstein stop uh, it stop it what I'm just saying. Stop it. Okay. So, uh, but it'd be way out of your price range. This thing down in Sarasota, this Tom's condo might, you know, might put the bill. And it's kind of on its own little island, actually, where it's located. The little condo complex he has. It's kind of like it's on its own little separate spit of land. Well, I used to live on an island, so I, I'm. You I'm did? Well where? Which one? Where? Merritt Island. Gilligan. Oh. Gilligan. Stop it. Barry. Oh, Barry. And my dad's house oh, is on Marco Island. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hip with the island. You're hip to the culture. island jive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Merritt Mer- Island was that strip spit of land between Cocoa and Cocoa Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it counts. If you blinked, you'd what? pass it. You you'd would? miss it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, what else do we have to navigate now that we've updated everybody and given them an option? Well, speaking of navigation. Second home. Uh, and I think you're probably aware of this. Barry might be aware of this, but ongoing right now off the coast of Florida. Yeah. The military is conducting some uh, exercises. And oh, yeah. during these exercises, they are jamming the GPS signals. Okay. Are we talking there the Coast Guard? Or are we talking about aircraft or both or what? GPS. Just GPS, period. So it doesn't matter if you're a boater or you're a pilot. Uh, it's going to affect 
Navigation areas. guidance, ADS-B, and other services associated with GPS could be affected for up to 400 nautical miles at flight level 400 down to a radius of 180 nautical miles at 50 feet above the ground. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, we covered this on so. our Just Plain Radio show uh, a few months ago. Uh, they, they put out these things to the aviation community called NOTAMs, uh, which is an official you know, note from the FAA, like, hey, they're doing this. Be aware if you're flying. It's pretty important. Well, your NOTAM was on AOPA. So right. AOPA had the NOTAM. AOPA, yeah. Yeah. Don't AOPA. say that. No, don't say that. They, yeah, you sound like a moron. <laughs> it sounds so much better with AOPA and NOTAMs. No, and they, don't, they don't do that. <laughs> they do say AOPA. You sound, like, you sound like a non-pilot when you say that. It's AOPA. No, 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 yeah. no. Oh, yes, no, yes, no, no. yes, 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 I, yes. You're going to tell me? Yes, I am. Pilot in training? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because the guy who's the host of Inside the Actor's Studio is a member of AOPA. And when he, was, when he was doing his interview with Robin Williams, which was a great, if you can catch it online, it's Robin Williams at his, at his unbelievably best. Mm-hmm. But he pointed out, because he reached over to fix the wings on the host's lapel, and he's like, no, no, don't touch that. And he goes, oh, you, you want it going into the ground? And he goes, that's AOPA. Well, he just said it wrong. That, yeah, you sound like he's a moron if you do that. Well, I'm then it's saying. him. I Okay. All right. But, I'm telling you. I'm but, trying to educate you. It's AOPA. He, 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 they he, don't say AOPA. That's, that's kind of like Bush League way to uh, said, term it out. If you, you want to sound like you know what you're talking about, you know, like uh, you don't get all your pilot training from watching The Bachelor, then... Uh, it's AOPA. All right, moving on. So, uh, you know, evidently it, it affects more than just pilots. I didn't know this. So, but of it course, it could. It could. Yeah. I mean, pilots. it's something you have to be aware of. Which is it, why we carry what, Barry? Sextants. <laughs> no, we don't. A sextant's oh. only good for, for celestial either early nav. morning or uh, evening sightings. It okay. doesn't work for anything else. Cell phones. No. What? What else? Paper charts and plotting gear. Oh, those. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Well, it would be hard for me to plot a, a course while I'm on my little itty-bitty boat bouncing around there, but you should have a paper chart at least so you can look at the uh, surrounding areas and get a, a bird's eye, you know, sort of a view of where you're at. Right. But I thought you said this affects uh, anyone oh, uh, 50 feet or above the water. Well, that's t- at 50 feet above the ground. So, yeah, ground and water level are subjective at best. Well, and the sea. Once again, well, they say hopefully it could. the ground is higher than the water. Maybe. Well, and, <laughs> and once again, they think it, it it could potentially, not necessarily that it does. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast the cruel winds of change and radioactivity have pushed us to sea and unlike Don, who took a while to start sucking, this group has sucked from the very start. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting boats is fun. Big, tall, small ones, fast and slow ones, silhouettes in the sun. The water looks so blue. The waves come crashing through. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater rounding out the crew and uh, not relying solely on GPS because of these military uh, exercises going through that could affect your boating adventures. So just putting a little warning out there. It's a good chance it won't affect it at all, but something, like you said, another reason to have. Uh, some charts on board just in case your GPS starts wicking out and you go, this stuff makes no sense. And it, you know, and it won't be the UFOs. It won't be the Bermuda Triangle. It actually might be our own government. Yeah, and when we say paper charts, we actually mean the the waterproof charts uh, that you get because you know we don't want you to take an actual because God forbid they get wet, especially if you're in a boat like Barry's. They don't even make or. Ones that are not waterproof anymore, do they? Oh, you can. People will listen. Oh, print it off the internet. Pe- people you mean? will go. Yeah, you could. You could print off chart books on the internet. They yeah. will. They will. They, listen, I, we love boaters, and I know that all of our listeners who own boats 
and boat often and frequently and they take care of their vessels, uh, spend the required amount of money to, to maintain the vessel and the safety of everybody on the boat, which means actually shelling out some money for the proper charts. But there are those people out there, Greg, who they want to save a buck and yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll burn through $80 worth of printer ink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> to, to, print, to print out the new chart book as so they got to have it on their boat, but it's paper. And the first time it gets wet, it's done. Um, and, that, it, it, and that ink just smears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, a guy who could have used that um, probably has one of the most appropriate names for a boater ever. Um, and his last name is Skiff. S-K-I-F-F. Really? Of course. Hmm. And he decided to go out uh, into the Atlantic Ocean out of Stewart, Florida. So again, closer down to where uh, Barry is than where we are. In a 14-foot boat. In weather that well, you... Well, that pro- counts as a skiff, doesn't it? Uh, well, skiff in a skiff? No, because there's, skiff is a particular type of boat. It's not based on overall length, because you could have a 14-foot canoe um, that's not a skiff. You know, a skiff would be more of a... a, a uh, almost like a flat, flat type of boat, yeah. you know, zero degree uh, dead rise, you know, or minimal dead rise at that um, would be more what you would incline to be a skiff, which taking out into the Atlantic Ocean in any type of weather is not advisable because it's got no dead rise, which okay. means it doesn't sit in the water. So it he needs up. to change his name. Is the moral of the story? No. The, oh. Well, he needs to. T- he's lucky that um, they found him because Justin Skiff, twenty nine, was found by members of the U.S. Coast Guard several miles offshore near the St. Lucie Inlet in his flooded boat. So but he was alive. He wasn't a stiff. He 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 wasn't a stiff in his skiff. <laughs> skiff wasn't a stiff in his skiff. Stiff. Say that five times fast. I just did. <laughs> Said it once. Um, why, why does it always happen in that area? You know, it always happens up in north of uh, Broward County. Up in that area, it seems like these small boats go out uh, without the proper equipment, without a uh, a uh, personal locator beacon or anything like that. Because I'm going I, boat, I damn it. it. I, I yeah. plan I plan on going boating all weekend, and I got my beer, and I got my boat, and I got my I got my gas. And I got my fishing rod, and I got Get my bait, and I buy, by gum, dumb it, I'm going out boating no matter what. Well, now, wait you know, a minute. Let me just get this straight, because Barry's down in South Florida. Where is the line where it turns into that type of boater? Because I, I know- in North I, Carolina. You think it's that far <laughs> up? You have to go that no, far no, up? No, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, but there, there have been boaters that, unfortunately, have been lost because they made- uh, errors in judgment, and and I don't think we want to mention those right now. No, but, uh, it seems to happen. Well, I, I tell you what, that wasn't so much those boaters as their parents. What do you mean? The ones that the, I think the one that Barry's talking about. Yeah, the two the two teenagers. Oh, right. um, I got the you, parents yeah. and yeah, the parents and, and the and the boaters too, because they apparently were from a family that did boating for a long time. So. Something as simple as a POV would have been helped them. But they're still kids, 
and parents had, you know, listen, I grew up on the water over in Merritt Island. I had access to boats. You know, our house was on the water. Uh, boats over at my grandparents' house. Boats at our house. I mean, it was it was, you know, whether it was the 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 twenty four foot aqua sport or the little uh, uh, aluminum tri hole that I had with the 24, 25 horsepower kicker on it. You know, could go out and run. And there were days when it was like, you know, I'm 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 going out because the surf's kicking up, and I'm legally not allowed to drive a car. So I'm going to go run the boat across the Banana River, you know, from the 528 side over to the 520 side, go in the canal system there, park behind grandma and grandpa's house, tie up, go walk across A1A and go surfing. And guess what? No, you're not. Because the the river, the Banana River at that, you know, it's kicked up because the reason why I want to go surfing is because the weather is awesome and the surf's picked up, usually because there's a storm, which means that the river is kicked up and it was dangerous. And my mom would say, no, you can't go. You're a dummy. No, she wouldn't wouldn't say say, you're a dummy. What would she she say? You're an idiot. She would just say, no, you can't go. It's not safe. Don't be an idiot. So in in that, I mean, your parents have to step up and they have to set the boundaries. And you know what? It's this is not safe. I mean, you're not equipped the right way. And the weather isn't uh, appropriate for you guys to go out and in this in this boat. Um, by yourselves, um, and we're not going to let you do it. And this guy, being uh, just short of 30 years old, should have known better as well, going out in a 14-foot skiff, or a 14-foot boat, sorry, it, was, it wasn't necessarily a skiff, but a 14-foot boat, you know, out into the Atlantic, several miles offshore, you know, it, and gets hit by a large wave, floods the boat, now he's he's literally dead in the water and and just at the mercy of the wind and the waves and he's lucky one that he had sense enough to tell his sister where he was going and then two that the coast guard was able to find him. So he's a lucky boater, even though he might be. He's a lucky skiff. A little slow on the uh-huh. on that. Okay, more coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry the Boater, rounding out the uh, crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so, uh, you know, we, we have some other things that we need to get through, I believe, to educate our uh, boating passengers properly, don't we, Patrick, or what? Yeah, more uh, Florida craziness. Uh, okay, it's a Florida man type show today. Well, we're going to go coast to coast, but we're, we're, we're going to, we're starting, of course, in Florida. So, um, breaking news actually this morning, uh, smugglers, human smugglers have the blues. No, they are ferrying Chinese, uh, from the Bahamas to the South, to South Florida Hmm. now. Okay. So, you know, the smuggling has been going on for, you know, as long as there's been forever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear Uh, much about that. However, they're going in style. They are because they're using yachts. Mm. <laughs> Whoa! So uh, the Coast Guard has been cracking down. So apparently, yacht owners 
um, are looking for crew. Are so charging? You got to pay in. for that. That yeah, man, they're they, not cheap. They are charging thousands of dollars for each person. Uh, well, yeah, I mean it's an upgrade over a you know pickup truck or a <laughs> RV or building a raft and giving them a push and saying you'll get there eventually. Yeah, uh, think of it as You're a cruise. Yeah, right. Do they get upgraded meals? Uh, you know, I don't know, but they, they, uh, the most recent instance, uh, Coast Guard stopped two vessels approaching South Florida shore, leading to the arrests of three men accused of transporting a total of 26 Chinese passengers and one Bahamian. Um, the two boats, however, both smuggling operations were not relate, were not related. So they weren't working in conjunction with one another. Um, but this apparently is a thing now. Hmm. Uh, this one guy was uh, running a 63-foot Sunseeker uh, with 14 Chinese passengers and one Bahamian. Um, I don't think passengers is the right word. Stowaways. I'm reading the press release. I'm just saying. I don't know that they... They're I passengers was, until you drop them off on the shore. Maybe. Maybe so. All right. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. I love boats. No, you don't love boats. You love the idea of a boat. Love. Exciting and new. This is the world of boating, or world of love boating, possibly. I actually uh, booked a cruise. I'm going to tell you all about that next week. I'll, I'll wait and share my adventure of what I got planned here next week on the show. Uh, regardless, we are in our own form of a love boat here amongst the crew. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater. Yes, it's a bit of a sausage fest, and I wouldn't consider... What is wrong with you? Uh, ...us being passengers as much as um, we have no other choice, no other uh, vehicle to float around with with these guys. It's, it, what would that be? Like a forced... Um, uh, well, I don't know. What would, would you, what would you call that? What would I call do, what? The show? Do, do they, right now, it's an no, unmitigated disaster. <laughs> Now, what are you talking do, about? Oh, Sausage? so that's an upgrade they, from last week. Okay. Do they get a drink coupon? Who? The the these passengers aboard this uh, vessel that's getting uh, smuggled into the U.S. All right, Barry's off on to something totally different, which is probably a better conversation to have too. Oh, the Chinese smuggling. Uh, yeah, group. where have you been? Think, yeah. Greg. Think. <laughs> <laughs> I had moved on to something else, which was way more disturbing, uh, Barry. But that's okay. <laughs> Regardless, uh, but, but we've covered that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you just, I don't know, maybe it'll show up on, on that reality TV show. What is it called? Deck uh, Below Deck. And they'll work in uh, Chinese smuggling operations into their their crew, like what to look out for. Like, yeah, uh, well, is that crew member legit? Or is it one of these Chinese smuggling, you know, folks that are trying to get in under the radar or whatever? Who knows? Yeah. Well, here was the the other boat was a seventy foot Hatteras. Um, Whoa! 
And, nice. Vessel. And about 10 miles east of Port Everglades, Coast Guard boarded the yacht, asked the crew member. Uh, they said, so sorry. <laughs> so bad. Seriously, you just need to sit back. Okay. Moving on. Just stare at the lights. All right. Your giant <laughs> light so brights out there. And let Barry and I just do what we do best, which is put out a good show. Well, because you, this is where it gets awkward amongst our three man crew. It's a two man crew and one nuisance. Three's a crowd. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you know who's going overboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the Coast Guard pulls over this Hatteras. Uh, one of the Coast Guard officers, after they ask everybody to come up on the deck, uh, one of the Coast Guard officers asks uh, Mr. McNeil why there are 12 nationals on board instead of the eight Japanese um, nationals as initially presented uh, represented in radio communications. In other words, uh, do you have passengers on board? Yes, we do. Oh, uh, no. What do you have? Uh, I've got eight Japanese nationals, and they pull them over, and it's like, uh, first of all, you can't count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, uh, there's if if you're in tune with that part of the world, you're not mistaking a Japanese national for a Chinese national. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you're if you're hip, if you understand where I'm going. Uh, so this guy says it must have been a misunderstanding. <laughs> and uh I, I knew that was gonna happen <laughs> I, I can't count I, I and, can't um, i can't tell the difference I, right? I can't i can't read either so you know i can't i can't see you know what i thought it said china i thought it said japan uh it doesn't have the same number of letters well it's in that funny writing yeah <laughs> they all look alike you know, i thought that funny writing uh, all of it was japanese i didn't yeah. know that chinese no, you're that like would... oh we got a bigot okay let them let them yeah, every chinese restaurant i go new it's always in english mm. uh, <laughs> oh well <laughs> all right so they busted oh, the guy so, so they, what's they, well they but they busted him um and then the guy as he goes are we in trouble? And the Coast Guard goes, not we. Not we. <laughs> <laughs> not we. And then this guy has the gall, Mr. McNeil, to say, uh, I've worked with the Underground Railroad and anti-human trafficking and would never do anything wrong. Um, <laughs> How old is he? You are just digging a hole um, that you are, you're, you're not, you're going to be lucky if you don't wind up in Supermax. Yeah. Um, the Underground Railroad, that's a little... Uh, yeah, and he's like, way, dude, way, you're way on back. a boat. How are you? <laughs> so the Coast Guard concluded that none of the 12 national uh, Chinese nationals possessed documents that would allow them to enter the United States legally. Uh, McNeil and the yacht's charter captain, uh, James Bradford, along with 12 Chinese nationals, were transferred to the Coast Guard cutter, or they were placed under custody. Um so he played the I'm dumb defense. Well, the, the, the captain, yeah. uh, who had been a charter captain for decades, and the operative words there are had been, because mm. he's done um, as a as a uh, USCG uh, licensed merchant mariner, um, uh, said he never checked to see if the passengers had proper, proper documents to come to the U.S. Well, that's your job, because you are the captain. Um, and you, you're not talking that we're in a 700 foot, you know, yacht uh, cruise ship, but you're in a 70 foot Hatteras you check. So, um, this is ongoing and, uh, the USCG hard at work 
uh, making sure that doesn't happen again. All right, so don't be that guy. Well, yeah. just just it's what? not the, it's not the days of the Mariel boat lift. You know that's 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 long past. So they've and, upgraded. They've and, it's gotten better. And the <laughs> the, the hundred and twenty thousand dollars probably that you were making uh, that ain't even gonna pay your bail. You know, not only that, it, you're losing your boat. Um, it costs a lot of money to run them seventy foot Hatteras too. So not, not that much money. A lot more than a raft. Come on, Barry. What is what say you? Did, did, did these nationals have invitations to go to Mar-a-Lago after? See, they now landed? I wasn't even going because I didn't want to start Greg oh. down a path because <laughs> I don't you know, get that it. he was going to be like you don't get it, and he was going to start waving that that figurine that he's got over there, and he's going to put on his hat. Mm. And I just, oh, I, don't, there we I, don't, go. I think he yeah. was just, uh, you know, they're just looking for ch- uh, cheap crew. You know, I mean, honestly, you know, working on a white boat like that, you would think that would be a great opportunity for uh, some folks wanting to immigrate into this, you know, in, into the country. Yeah, you pick them up in the Bahamas, you get them a work permit somehow. I think that works, doesn't it? It works the other way for like cruise ships and, and uh, yacht owners in the Bahamas that want to, uh, reside over in the caribbean and stuff they'll get a work permit for a particular island the the, the fact of the matter is you're already in the bahamas okay so you know but sometimes they may not have the staff available that you want so you got to get a work permit before the island if you are if you've made it that far legally okay you the money that you're going to put out and now you're going which you've lost now because you never made it into the u.s if you just went about applying for your entry visa legally, then there's not a problem. And if it takes a bit of time, then it takes a bit of time. Well, I agree. Because That's what I'm not saying do it illegal. These these idiots were uh, got duped probably by they didn't, the get, they didn't get duped. Uh, yeah, you know, how do you know if they were charging so much money they may have thought, well hey, this is a legitimate way. The guy has a seventy foot hatteras. Seriously? You know, yeah, uh, you know, it's Barry. It's, it's seriously, it's just, really, really. I'm just, just saying. I'm just giving them never the benefit of the doubt. I started this show it in such a positive know. mood. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a headache, but that that huge vein in my forehead wasn't throbbing and pulsing Mission like accomplished it is now. Then, thank you. You're welcome. All right, what a, can uh, we navigate? And they the, lose the yacht too. Yeah, that's what right. I said. I mean, yeah, both both these yachts, yeah, are, I mean, the which yacht, means if you follow government auctions. There's Ooh. a new 70-foot Hatteras up for grabs. And say new. Well. But there'll be a 70-foot Hatteras and a Sunseeker coming up on uh, for auction here before hmm. too long. Are those good deals? Can you really get a good deal there? Have you ever went to one of those? Usually not. Usually not. They get they, they, they you're get not, them up you're not, too high. You're not walking out of there with a, a $4 million yacht for $10,000. Wow, that blows then. You know, it's just it's just not happening. You're, you're The problem is, Greg, the internet as great as it is, has opened up those floodgates. And now you've got people that are savvy enough and they're going to go in there and they know what it is. They know what the value is. And, yeah. They'll, and they'll you're, you're, you're not, you're not going in there and, and, you know, beating somebody out on a, a you're just not going to get it for $10,000. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you've got the cash and talking about a couple million, eh, you probably, you might stand a chance, but again, you're buying it as is bullet holes included. Um, and uh well there weren't any bullet holes in this they didn't have to use any firearm force to uh commandeer that vessel as far as you don't know 
Well, when, when you see the Coast Guard coming up to you, you don't, don't remember think. that 50 cow that was pointing at you. Yeah, when it's I one thing pointed, but they time. don't have to fire it because it's so big because they know if, you know, they uh, put up uh, any kind oh, of they did. They, resistance. They, 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 three shots across the bow. <laughs> yeah. hey, Chief, those, that pow, didn't pow. look like a Roman boom, candle. Boom, boom. Or a flare. That's right. We better uh, we better pull back on the see, throttle. See those here, geysers Captain. popping up in front of the bow. Yeah, you're yeah. You're, you're backing mm-hmm. off the throttles. It's not good. Not good at all. All right. Well, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Once again, it's one of those type of Florida stories. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast look you may not be book smart or history smart but you're throw people off the boat smart and frankly I'm starting to think that's the best kind to be. Oh, they built this ship, Titanic, and when they had it through, they thought they had a ship that the water would not go through. But the good Lord held his hand, so of course it could not stand. It was sad when that great ship went down. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad when that great ship went down. To the bottom of the sea. Husbands and wives, little children lost their lives. It was sad when that great ship went down. 
This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry the Boater rounding out the crew as we go down here and navigate the latest boating news and information. It's just uh, inevitable. Just accept your fate as a passenger of the World of Boating radio show. Uh, I apologize to our Facebook fans, but that's an across-the-board apology to all listening passengers uh, for today and eternity. So, do we have anything else we want to share before we uh, no, crash I, into I the rocks? No, I think we should just close out eight minutes of you just spouting the, this, this, this verbal pablum. I, what is up with you today? Well, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I, I just states it as I sees it. Okay. Um, Barry has been doing research for you. What? Um, God help us. He went, he went actually onto those government auction sites. Yeah. Um, what did you find? You find a bargain, Barry? Barry I, the I bargain found your new home. <laughs> I, I found you a new home. You did? On the water? No. No. What do you mean? You want to sh- You want to show him? Uh, it's, no. It's, no. It has no. nothing to do with boating right. is no. what you're saying. It's a, it's a food truck. A food truck. <laughs> yeah. You want Trailer. Live in a food truck down by the river. There you go. <laughs> it's a it's a food trailer. There's zero bids on it, so you can get it pretty cheap. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of river, and speaking of while well, we're still here in Central Florida, mm-hmm. uh, most recently, uh, are you familiar with the Lake Monroe, Greg? I have heard of this. Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with the with Wayside Park? Mm-hmm. So for our listeners out there, there's this great area out there where Lake Monroe, uh, as you go north uh, on Lake Monroe, you go into the St. I mean, it's all part of the St. John's River, if you will. Um, so Lake Jessup, St. John's River to Lake Monroe, St. John's River all the way up to Lake Beresford. Lots of gators. Know, up to, yeah. All the way up to Lake George, so on and so forth. So right, right, right. Come out Bunch of lakes. Got it. Okay. So as you're moving north, as soon as you come out of Lake Monroe, you've got you know, the big bridge that goes over I-4? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you were ever to look down <laughs> as you're going over... At night? Um, there, there's the old steel bridge, the remnants of the old steel bridge, which is now kind of like a fishing pier and observation deck. Mm-hmm. That was like those stones were laid like in 1894. Um, on the other side is a railroad drawbridge, okay? Okay. Which CX, CSX uses. Now, depending on the height of the river because again that river flows north so anything if we have heavy rains down south you know the level tends to rise um you could be very very close to the underside of that drawbridge so oftentimes even if you're in a smaller vessel you're having to wait for the bridge tender to 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 open it you know you have to kind of hang out tie up whatever it is Right. If you've got a VHF, you call them. Otherwise, you signal with your horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if there's a if there's a train coming, um, I forget the distance out. But it's it's it, it. You might be waiting a while. Okay. Okay. So apparently, um, there were some people that were out on the St. John's uh, on the Lake Monroe at night, running at speed and actually hit this bridge. So um, now. They don't say if they hit, you know, one of the the, the supports, the pilings, if you will, or mm-hmm. if they hit the underside. Okay. But um, three people were injured. One was transported to ORMC, Orlando Regional Medical Center, as a trauma alert. So it was it was a certainly a hard hit. Um, 
to where that happened and the pictures there, even though they don't show the actual um, uh, damage, if you will, or anything like that, it's definitely nighttime. Um, so it's just, again, one of those things when you're, we, when you're out at night or even when you're out during the day and it transitions into night, even in areas that you're so familiar with, it changes, you know, now all of a sudden there's lights where there weren't lights and you get disoriented and what you think is far off is actually like five feet, you know, in front of you. And if you're traveling at speed, which you shouldn't be, you know, going through a bridge opening anyway, mm-hmm. um, even that tall bridge that goes over I-4, the, the, that main pass there, you still need to slow down and you should always proceed with caution because I I would hate to think that these people hit the underside of that bridge because that, that is an that is an iron steel. I mean, that you're not hurting that thing, man. That thing is massively built. Well, you're going to be decapitated yeah. potentially. Well, yeah, yeah, that that's nasty. You. Yeah, that, that could happen as well. So it's just mm-hmm. a, you know, just remember when we're out on the water. If you're if you're going to be out navigating at night, boating at night, or if you're going to be in you know you're in transit and you know you're you know you're going to be coming in at night. Or I'll tell you what, if you're cruising around the St. John's or getting out into Lake Jessup at night, too, and you think the water's a little rough, chances are those are gators. <laughs> well, well, the other thing you have to remember with Lake Jessup is it's like four feet deep. <laughs> well, there's that. So you, you yeah. want to be even more cautious. And that bridge that goes uh, as you're going on to 417... That thing is really low. Yeah. And that's but you don't want to be thrown from the boat. You no, know? no, no, not there. Not in that lake. Lots of gators. See them right from the road when you cross the bridge. It's nuts. Well, it's just been like Florida craziness today. Florida Man Radio, you're welcome. All right. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better. Life is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Say boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.